Hey, welcome to Overanalyze. This is the third episode. Um, for you, it's going to look like all the same because I think we're going to finally announce this podcast as a real thing after this episode, uh, and it'll be every two weeks. But it's actually been a while since June and I recorded. How you been, man? Good. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a bit of a dry spell. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had uh, a lot going on. Um, so as we talked about in the second episode, um, I was preparing to propose to my now fiance. So that worked out quite nice. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, I've been on travel, just vacation travel and, uh, side business travel, so to speak of my aspiring iOS, uh, developing dreams, so to speak. Um, but We've been having a good time, uh, living our lives, but we're getting back together for our, you know, fortnightly schedule to overanalyze some things. So I guess we'll just hop right into overanalyzing how to propose to a significant other. Yeah. And actually, real quick, did you want to talk about how we basically have a name change? Yeah, I, I we overanalyzed our name. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the show is called Overanalyzed, uh, overanalyzed.fm. You probably already know that if you found this, but maybe not. Maybe it's just a, like, a podcatcher. But um, yeah, we used to call ourselves Two Peas, One Pod. And then I don't know why we even changed the name, but we did. Well, we were looking <laughs> at domains and trying to, you know... <sighs> Two peas, one pod is not, we're not the first to think of it for a podcast. I mean, that's, uh, that's a pretty obvious one. So I think it came to, we came to a realization that it's, it's rather difficult slash expensive to try and get a domain that has something to do with peas and pods and two people. I was so, really adamant that any domain name we chose should be really obvious. Yes. Uh, if you say it out loud, you know, two peas, like you could spell two, a bunch of different ways, peas, uh, it could be a whole bunch of different things, I guess. Um, so it became very obvious that that was not a good domain name that you'd have to explain afterwards. So like me personally getting overanalyzed a single word that is a real word dot FM. Excellent. That's a really good name. Yeah. That was a good find. Yeah. So money well spent on hover. <laughs> um, <laughs> not an actual sponsor. Just not a sponsor. Just, just clear. shows we watch. <laughs> um, do we, we used an, yeah, we used an offer code. We sure did. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now we're, we're overanalyzing things, which I think fits the, the show's theme well. Um, so anyways, proposed, uh, on St. Patrick's Day, which was not intentional, but, uh, kind of fit the story well. Honestly, if you want to hear, like, the nitty gritty of all this, go to my website, planus.com slash proposal. Um, <laughs> I went into way too much detail, but people were asking, so I figured, you know, why not provide you a, a blog post? But basically for me, like the, the podcast version of that was I knew I wanted to do it sometime in 2018. And I knew I wanted to do it sometime before we went on vacation to London and Dublin. And originally I was going to do it in London, but then I kind of chickened out um, because I was not interested in traveling with that ring. And looking at Rachel's schedule, she only had two weekends where she was actually off for the whole weekend. and. There were a variety of reasons why I went with the first weekend. First of all, it was St. Patrick's Day, which I thought was hilarious because I always made fun of people uh, proposing on holidays because there's <laughs> other things to celebrate that day. But we don't actually celebrate St. Patrick's Day, so I thought it was valid. And because, uh, like, for contingency purposes, <laughs> if that weekend fell through for, you know, it was raining cats and dogs, whatever, we could push it back to the next weekend. So it was very pragmatic, and I appreciate that part, too. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, when I was thinking about how to propose... Um, I wanted to make it, you know, something that Rachel would appreciate, obviously, and, and be memorable for her. And knowing how much she loves her family and specifically the two fuzzy ones, her two golden retrievers in the family, I wanted them to be involved in the plan. So, yeah, June, like, I guess maybe you can talk about when you were first thinking about getting into this idea of proposing for my own story or are we, we yeah your story yeah, okay all right i want to talk about your story oh <laughs> i mean i can't keep going about my story <laughs> well you have a blog that has a detailed i do not uh, i'm not even reading off of it but i feel like i'm following the outline pretty closely <laughs> no i gotcha i gotcha um i mean i guess i guess you know 
you had much more planning going into it. I think you, uh, I think you're, you've, um, I don't know. You think I planned a lot more than I actually did. <laughs> I literally <laughs> was, uh, thinking I, so it's more that I thought about it a lot, like a month leading up to it. I started really thinking about it. The diff- it's just that like, most most of it was just junk junk ideas you know it didn't work out i was you know they were just crap ideas or ideas that wasn't bad ideas yeah 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 what were some of the bad ideas yeah we're so i'll I'll sell some of my bad ideas um i had one about like us going to like a uh us like painting mugs you know and then i would paint you know will you marry me kind of thing Um, oh And I then, like that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I well, for that one actually, I even ended up buying. The funny thing is, I bought these porcelain mugs, and I bought the um, uh, what do they call it? Those markers that you write on porcelain and then you bake it. I I bought oh, yeah. the whole shebang, and I didn't even do it. Um, uh, I don't know. It just didn't work out. And the funny thing is, we just we use the porcelain mugs right now. It's like and but so I always kind of <laughs> think about it. I'm like, ha, huh, yeah. That's awesome, though. That that had a specific intent originally. <laughs> That's um, pretty cool, though. Yeah, but um, yeah. So it was really the the final thing we actually did was literally the week of. Um, I just sort of thought of it, and it was it was spring break. Uh, I was up in well, actually, both Carolina and I were in upstate New York, and um, she was going down to DC to see her family. And I was still working. So, you know, I don't get spring break, but she was doing, uh, she was sort of, uh, what do you call it? She had, oh, she was doing her master's. Yeah. So she had mm-hmm. spring break and all that good stuff. And then I basically was like, hey, have fun. Uh, I'm not going to see you for a week, so I'm going to miss you. And then it just struck me um, that, oh, why don't I basically use this as an opportunity for surprise. So I started contacting um, some mutual friends, um, some friends of ours, and Carolina's mom to sort of start, you know, thinking of ideas. Um, and basically, uh, Carolina had two friends that, was, that were also spending um, spring break with her at her parents. One of these friends um, is actually Italian, and... She had never been to uh, the, not the, yeah, the memorials. Um, so then I had the idea that, oh, well, when we first, uh, our first date was in D.C. in Georgetown, and we ended up having a lovely evening dinner and then a really nice just like walk and talking to each other um, around the Jefferson uh, Memorial. There's a water basin there. And just underneath the, uh, it was also around spring. So it was underneath the, uh, cherry blossoms that were just blossoming at the time, which if people haven't seen, it is beautiful. And, uh, we had a really nice evening there and that was our first date. So I was like, oh, that would be a really good setting for a proposal. Mm. So I basically asked our Italian friend, um, Carla is her name to basically, uh, you know, essentially propose, you know, that they go there, um, on Friday. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and the idea was that I would leave work early and actually get there and meet them. Um, and the idea was I would, I would get there early enough and sort of wait for them at a particular point in the, uh, Jefferson Memorial. And it was sort of tricky to figure that out because, you know, it's, it's a rather large area. Right. It's like a big circular plaza in a way. Yeah, it's a it's a big circular plaza, and I also didn't want this to be that public. You know, I just sort of wanted yeah. a, a little bit pri- some privacy, and of course, it's a giant memorial open to the public in DC. You know, yeah, uh, like <laughs> right. with the cherry blossoms. Primary, yeah, this is like prime <laughs> tourist season. Um, yeah, probably at the highest point, honestly, yeah, yeah. of the tourist season. <laughs> right, so. I was like, all right, this is like really sort of way off to the west part, I think, of the uh, basin. Um, it's a curve, but I I know just from ex- uh, going there before that it's a little more secluded. People don't tend to walk that far out to the west. So I was like, okay, meet me there. 
Um, and so, anyways, I get down there at about, uh, I get down there about six, because we said let's meet there at six. Turns out, they eat dinner, and the dinner takes long, longer than they thought. <laughs> so, um, it wasn't until around, like, nine, I think, when they finally showed up. So you might be thinking, well, June, what were you doing for three hours? Ah, I'm glad you asked. I was waiting behind <laughs> bushes and a tree <laughs> for three hours, trying not to get arrested by <laughs> passerbys, <laughs> wondering what the hell is this guy, is this, like, shady guy doing hiding behind a bush? So... All right, pause. June, you don't look shady, and B, you had a ring, so you could easily just be like, but look, look, I have hardware. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Still, I think I think police, you know, uh, uh, pulling me out behind my hiding spot is not because that's the thing too. Was like not it very was romantic. The yeah, I mean, like my our friends couldn't keep texting me. It would just look kind of suspicious. You know what I mean? So they mm. were really uh, just unresponsive, and mm. I had no idea what they were doing. I know they were gonna meet me here, or or at least wow. Well, I didn't give up hope, but I was starting to sort of doubt, have doubts, and thinking, like, maybe I should just drive to, like, her house or her, her parents' apartment. So, anyways, they did finally show up, and the funny thing is it's dark by now, and uh, they get so close. I'm behind this big tree, and they're, like, literally maybe 10 steps away, right in front of me, and it was perfect, too. No one was around. Um, it was just us and the friends and i'm like counting down in my head about to jump out and right before i was gonna do it it starts just raining and and it was like some decent rain i mean it was it felt like it could really pour uh so she started running back the other direction the way she came (laughs) and i'm just like behind the tree watching her go off, run away from me. And I'm like, this is a little too symbolic. <laughs> and and uh, I basically ran after her. And I was kind of like, well, actually, I was I was like loudly like going, you know, psst, like to her friends. Because they, they stood there. They were like looking at each other confused because they, they I think they know that I'm somewhere close by. And I'm like, hey, get her back. <laughs> like, by then, like, Carolina was, like, long, like, running way off, long gone. And um, so we just decided to chase after her. And then at some point, um, I sort of catch up to her. But again, this is this is dark, and it's just us. Um, our friends sort of fell back. And Carolina's at this, like, upper area uh, of the memorial, and I'm at the bottom area. So... When I noticed her, I quickly looked away and kept walking, trying not to be, like, too obvious. And then, from her perspective, if you asked her to tell the story, she would say, like, oh, yeah, I saw this, like, person that I immediately thought looked like June, um, but uh, but I know he's up in New York, so I wonder who this is. And, and it's just dark. I can't really see my face that well. So, anyways, at some point, I circle all the way up around to get back to where she was, where I remember she was. And she was still sort of there, but she was walking along a path. And I just started following her. (laughs) And then at some point, she just stops and then, like, turns around. And, you know, next thing we know, we're engaged. So Very good. Yeah. I think from her perspective, it was a little scary. It was like, uh uh-oh, like, this better be June. (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) this is about to get really bad <laughs> yeah i would agree with that i want to dig in a little bit on your idea of surprise because that was definitely a big part of it for me um so you said you picked that weekend because you thought it'd be surprising because she thought you were gone yeah exactly uh did you like mm-hmm. i guess uh dig into that at all or you did you send any text to make it seem as though you were gone like oh having you know yeah i did these people i did and actually friday so the day of um i actually actually she called me um while i was still at work uh (laughs) and but it was like around noon right and you know we were just chatting and at some point um it's just i i told her yeah you know i got this um i have this like software release that i gotta you know that we gotta put out today and you know i'm sort of responsible for um doing a lot of the builds and sort of you know, doing some testing and making sure everything's fine before releasing it. 
and you know i'm probably going to be stuck at work till like you know later right so i make it sound mm-hmm. like i'm not getting out of work until like the evening later later in the evening so when instead you know i'm leaving like in a few hours right <laughs> to go mm-hmm. to dc so <laughs> right. Uh, so I think that really threw her off. Like the funny thing too is Carolina has this idea that I'm really bad at lying, but when mm-hmm. I, when like I have a mission, you know, I yeah. am so I'm I think I'm really good at lying. Like I throw <laughs> people off because my natural tendency is this like sort of um I don't know like you know me you, like you smirk a lot. I smirk a lot. Like <laughs> I can't keep a straight face. You know I'm kind of. Yeah. I'm kind of a little goofy looking, you know, and so um, <laughs> people don't quite associate with me like like a good mafia player, you know. But dude, I right. I kill at mafia, literally, <laughs> figuratively. <laughs> Some of you die, but I also like, yeah, but I also do kill people when I'm the mafia. Uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> of course. But I'm, but people get always so surprised when like I end up doing pretty well. Um, right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So now I want to play mafia together. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So on my end, right. So she kind of figured out that I was thinking about London. And the reason why she figured it out was because we had talked about going to London. I was like, not quite yet. Maybe in a little bit longer. And eventually she was like, are you trying to propose me in London? I was like, well, not anymore. (laughs) Cause she, you suggested that was an option. Um, that's funny. And I, I started planting and we, that whole conversation came up about people, um, getting engaged on major holidays. I started joking about, well, she joked about Earth Day. And I said, no, still too mainstream. How about Arbor Day? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I looked up Arbor Day. It was a Friday in April. And I was like, that's perfect. (laughs) So let's go for it. And I just, we kept, I just kept saying Arbor Day, like around her, like Arbor Day. And uh, yeah, (laughs) clearly it wasn't going to be Arbor Day either because that's too obvious. Um, (laughs) I, I really wanted us to go to the opera night um, at a local restaurant when the weekend I proposed. And luckily for me, the two weekends that she was off were the two weekends they offered it. They offered it one weekend a month. And I was able to, you know, get those reservations. And we, we, uh, I told her about it and she was excited. And I, I was hoping that she thought maybe I'd do it there, but then she also knew that I said I would never propose at a restaurant. <laughs> so maybe it kind of gave it away in a way. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got those reservations. I went and talked to her parents, uh, actually way before these reservations were even made, um, just to be like, Hey, blessing. And also eventually we coordinated the date. And I was trying, I forget some of the things I did to throw her off the scent. Oh, well, I, I wore this ring custom. True. It took a while to come in. Also true. But it didn't take as long as I was making it out to be. So I was basically telling her the weekend before, like, you know what? Like, I don't think it... Like, don't get to your hopes up because this thing hasn't even shipped yet. And, uh, you know, custom things take a while. But she, like, kind of knew it was coming because I was saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I, told her, I told her she was not allowed to look at rings anymore because the design phase was, like cemented like it's off the manufacturing (laughs) um yeah that's a big clue yeah (laughs) well i said i found something i really liked Uh, and i didn't want her to find it first because i knew she had never seen it um so that worked out quite nice she did end up liking a lot and i man i feel like i need to look at my blog post I guess I overanalyzed um, the whole way of the dogs being involved. So at first I was going to put it on their like collar in some kind of box, but those boxes don't exist. I was like searching all over Etsy. I had this inspiration at you know 1 a.m. in the morning one day when trying to go to sleep. So I'm like all over Etsy trying to find a box like this, obviously in Safari private browsing, browsing because that and my iMessages were constantly getting scrubbed just in case of any uh, reconnaissance efforts by uh, <laughs> by the opposite side. Uh, <laughs> by the red team. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, yeah, we eventually, I landed on my aunt making a box, but just a normal ring box, um, but out of wood. She's amazing with wood. Um, polywoodcreations.com if you're ever <laughs> trying to buy something custom with wood. Um, <laughs> and she made this gorgeous box. I ended up, uh, laser cutting the top of it with her initials, um, at work. And that came out quite nice. And yeah, I just, I had uh, the illustrious June 
photographer um, hiding behind a big uh, SUV. <laughs> um, and he ended up taking the pictures right in the front yard of uh, of Rachel's parents' house. We got they, we got there and they, they came out. And the best part about it was I was adamant that I wouldn't drive. Um, I usually drive us there. But I acted like I was not feeling well that day. But I wasn't feeling well, so it worked out quite nice. I think the nerves were getting to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... Um, yeah, the nice thing about our situation was not only was I not driving so I could text, um, and it wouldn't be like out of the blue for me to be texting someone while we were in the car, but um, also I had find my friends with like various parties because some of her friends were there too, um, and my friends for that matter. But uh, just we had those people, some people had my location data so they could always see <laughs> how far away we were on our pursuit because it wasn't obvious when we'd be going up that way. We don't ever plan a specific time to show up. So it was a lot of playing it by ear. And I told her dad, I said, Hey, can you like try to get her to slow up? She seems like she's going to come up way too early for everyone else. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she was like, Oh, well, I mean, just cause you're not home doesn't mean I can't come up. Like I'll just let myself in. I have a key. Uh, and I was like, wrong answer, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> so I started like artificially trying to elongate things. I was like, Hey, you want to go to a movie? <laughs> But there wasn't any good movie times. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we eventually got up there and I pulled the trigger. Um, and it was a lot of fun, but it was interesting because it was like months of, of planning and anticipation and conversation, and all that good stuff, uh, before it finally happened. And then it's all for like, you know, a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, a minute, but it's really the whole, rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> fair <laughs> well it's like the whole wedding thing too right you're playing a wedding and it takes yeah. you know yeah. quite some time and it's for one night um yeah kind of a big bummer and how that value proposition goes i know right cost benefit is cost benefit doesn't look that great it ain't there yeah it ain't there well the funny thing is you mentioned all this work you did um because so much of the planning sounds like it was for, you know, the ring, the box, um, you know, the the dog, um, the bandanas for the dogs. All oh, these yeah, that was things. a last minute thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I guess, yeah, I, I, you know, I had a ring, but I don't know. The funny thing is I didn't think about that as part of um, the planning. Um, but I mm. also didn't, you know, do as much customization as you did. Um, you, you're intense. You got your nice big Greek family <laughs> making you stuff. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I actually, I just, you know, I bought a ring. Um, I sort of had, a f you know, 10 finalists for rings that I had to narrow down as, um, an actual winner, but you know, I didn't, I didn't sort of have like a separate stone and setting and all that stuff though. You know, I think it's impossible though, for any person looking for, diamonds in particular to sort of mm -hmm. not end up learning everything about diamonds the four oh c's and everything yeah it's yeah. just you can't avoid it it's like it's part of the marketing it's part of how you know they justify the cost of certain things it's like okay all right that's how it is I, you know there's plenty of cheap rings on amazon it's very tempting <laughs> i know well it's funny i'm like analyzing this diamond right and uh you know, you get the loop. I love that part. That was like the most fun part. But like, it was weird too because some of the times you looked at it under the loop and it's like, oh, this one has so many um, imperfections. What they call them? Inclusions. That was the their fancy term for it. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, and the other one didn't, but then like on the rating scale, um, it was like a lower rating for clarity reasons. And I was like, I don't even understand why. Mm. Um, I ended up, you know, picking the ring that was, uh, you know, she gave me she gave me size requirements, so I obviously went to the highest end of the size requirements, as one does. You do this once, uh, <laughs> and uh, and luckily she wasn't crazy or gaudy about it, so it wasn't like didn't completely break the camel's back. But it was funny because it ends up there's like other tricks to these four C's, right? So there's fluorescence. This is not very very frequently talked about, but like that, if you have like a you know higher color. Um, or like, I guess a worse color, but you have the fluorescence, they kind of balance each other out. And like, yeah, I think Rachel's ring would glow at a rave, but I don't know what the next time we're going to a rave is. So <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Cause fluorescence, yeah. I guess, bring down the value, but at the same time, it's like, unless you're going to a rave, it's just a good thing, <laughs> you know, cause it makes it look 
more uh, brilliant. Well, yeah, and like honestly, a lot of people focus on the ring for a long time. Granted, I'm not the one wearing it, right? So I have a different perspective of it than Carolina. Right. But I feel like for the first maybe six months, you know, your attention towards that ring is is much higher, right? You're you're constantly like looking at it, and you're constantly thinking about it. People are pointing it out. People want to see it. But then at some yeah. point, you just you know you're you're like okay, it's it's on my finger. You know, <laughs> like we forget about it, you know, um, sometimes, you know, right. it glimmers in the light and you kind of look at it and you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Um, but I mean, that's not, you know, how many four C's impact that glimmer? I, I don't think it really makes an impact. It's going to glimmer. <laughs> yeah. It's kind um, of like in the name, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it's uh, there to do. Yeah. And, and I, the funny thing is too, like Carolina, I think it, she originally didn't even want a diamond. Um, she, was very much like, all right, if you're going to get a diamond, get like the tiniest thing possible. And I was like, um, no, there's too much social pressure to give you a small diamond. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, right. I mean, it's just sort of like the fact of life right now. Um, unfortunately, well, but you know, it is what it is. And I ended up actually choosing a smaller carrot, but one that was so I fell for it. It's like, I chose a smaller carrot because there was one diamond. Um, now the website I chose, I bought the ring from has mm. these like high resolution, 360 degree photos that you can pan and zoom of mm. each diamond. So you pick out exactly the diamond and it has all these like x-rays. I don't know if they're x-rays. I think there are, but like showing the exact sort of um the various lines and edges of the diamond and you so you can see exactly like its uh structure and how symmetrical it is, if there are any imperfections. Mm-hmm. Um so like the one I chose was essentially like perfect um structurally and you know no no what is it, was it called insertions or whatever I forget yeah um high clarity inclusions inclusions mm-hmm. thank you um but you know to avoid like paying crazy money I just went with the lower carrot plus Carolina mm-hmm. was wanted a smaller ring anyways um yeah yeah but the funny thing is you know when you look at it it's like because it's a it's it's a standalone one, you know. I don't have like smaller um, uh, sl- smaller stones surrounding it or nearby. It just looks mm-hmm. like a big rock because of sort of just its sole prominence, you know, on the ring. Uh, right. I kind of like that. <laughs> yes, I we actually talked about that when we were discussing the ring. She thought I took away from the main diamond on the top edge but what we never discussed was the side edge and that's what i found that i thought i fell in love with uh similar to you falling in love with a particular diamond i fell in love with the style with the side diamond it's quite nice i quite like it a lot and uh the best part about this whole thing is that we play trivia every week and our trivia team always guesses uh with 69 as a number in it somewhere <laughs> uh as one does during toss-up questions and it turns out this diamond or this this ring has 69 diamonds on it that was not specified by me that was literally told to me after the appraisal but i was like mm, i knew i liked it for a reason. <laughs> i just thought it was the funniest thing um <laughs> so yeah it was, it was a fun time uh trying to pick all that out and i like the fact that in this blog post i finally pulled it up that i ended it with the word overanalyzing which uh, is very fitting for um our podcast name and our lifestyles. Um, nice. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't do it any other way at this point. Like, you know, I was really content with how I went down. That was one of the big things. I, I Some of the things I thought about doing um, that I, I eventually next were like, I was talking about us uh, just like a really normal day, like after work one day being like, you know what? I really would like to just go out to eat today. A convincer of that, convincer to go down to Tells Point, which is like a mile walk from our apartment, right up by the waterfront, photographer placed, and like, boom, he just snaps the picture, but, and, and like, whatever we were going for dinner, actually, our friends were there and our families, but I didn't like the fact of how, like, non-precise that was, right? Like, going to our parents' house was like a dedicated place where it would be, where it would go down. Um, there would be no sidetracking, like, we would end up there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The other plane seemed like it had too many imperfections in it and too much like craziness. 
So <laughs> kind of didn't go with that. And I don't know if I really had any other plans. I, I didn't really know how to do it for the longest time. Uh, it wasn't until like, you know, that one night where I was like, dogs, yes. Yeah. Well, there was talk of me getting her a dog, and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... <laughs> well, I mean, she's the one who wants the dog, so she should right. pick out the dog. Not well, me. and plus... And also, yeah. this apartment is not, yeah, exactly. not ready for a dog. Exactly. Can no, you, I don't need, can you even have pets? Are you allowed to have pets? We can. Pets? Okay. Yeah, we just have good. to pay a pet fee. Yeah, people do. There are there are golden retrievers in this building. Oh, wow. So don't make it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't help my cause. Uh, but. Yeah, she gets ideas, yeah. <laughs> like see see yeah it can be done (laughs) yeah there's a couple of them but yeah man so i think that was a that was a fun discussion of the albatross protocol and uh we can probably go into the after show i don't know is there anything else you want to talk about no i mean i think yeah i think it was great i'm super happy for you guys um Oh, thanks, man. I mean, it's it was uh, just an honor to be sort of there. Um, yeah. And well, to, June, you know, witness it from a very particular set of angles. <laughs> <laughs> Between a uh, a mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but it was nice. Well, I'd also like to say how June has gotten so many compliments for his photos. Um, it's unreal. They're all like, oh, who's the photographer? I was like, oh, it's my friend. He's like, oh, he should be a professional. Like, they love the photos. They thought he did an amazing job. June and Carolina's got us an amazing um, Apple photo book. If you never bought one of these things, they're super high quality. They're not like going to break the bank. And I highly recommend you archive your trips and anything with them. Uh, Rachel and I have decided that we're going to do that with the London and Dublin pictures. We just haven't sat down and done that yet. But they're they're amazing. They're super nice. Gorgeous, gorgeous prints. Yeah, quite nice size, and it's nice to take those those physical um or those digital photos and make them physical. I think it's something we really don't do much anymore. Um, and it's starting to sound like a fracture ad, but it's <laughs> but in reality, like it is actually quite nice, and it's something I do still look at um from time to time and, and appreciate. So thanks for that, June. That was very nice and thoughtful. Yeah, man. Thanks for giving me the full day of your uh your photography skills. Yeah, it was fun. And, you know, just to <laughs> even, like, meet Rachel's family and get to know them a little better. And, uh, yeah, that was nice. We went we went there on a scouting trip. I had to yes. lie so much to Rachel before this. I was like, oh, I'm hanging out with June. <laughs> but then she found out that I went to her parents' house. And I was like, oh, well, it was nearby, which it, it is-ish. It's like 20 minutes away. So I was like, oh, it was just on the way. And I went to tell your parents. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, she's right. Like, she thought I asked. And I was like, no, no asking happened that day. Psh asking already happened <laughs> but i was i was really adamant that um i did not ask anything that day um oh well so the uh the photos came out great the whole proposal came out great we're real happy and the wedding is what 23 months away <laughs> because next year is kind of crazy for us so you don't have an actual gonna, date yet do you skip it no, we do. We have a date. Oh, what? Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Okay. I'm actually going to be buying a website soon because it's less than two years away, so I only have to renew it twice because um, I was too early before. But I'm going to buy planishtroc.wedding because reasons. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Dude. Right. And then I'll just convert that site into our actual like family website, um, but make it like a different domain. These are like what... <laughs> it's so funny. You can have a family domain. You better, you know, it'll be linked from pullianus.com. Except, yeah, right. Well, but it's dot wedding, right? You're going to have to find one that's. Um, well, I can just change the domain name from a dot wedding to a, like a dot com yeah. and keep the same website, though. Right. Obviously, it won't be wedding themed anymore, but like it'll have those components still lingering around somewhere. And I'm actually super excited, man, for this this podcast. I think it's gonna be fun to talk to one another. And uh, yeah, our lives. we got a lot of topics in the in the can. Yeah, I know, right? Too many topics. <laughs> yeah, right. We're we're but, sort of the the idea is we will progress along the course of life, basically. So, um, oh, we should talk about retirement one day. Time funds, <laughs> and then death. <laughs> That'll be a last one. Just death. Death podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually have a lot of thoughts on death, but yeah, save oh, for the show. Oh, yeah, man. Save it for the pod. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I got a new router since the last time we talked. That's this right. Is the beast. This is, it's been super. Yeah, it, it does look like an alien spacecraft has like landed uh, in my apartment, but it's hiding behind the TV, so it kind of is okay. I was, 
you know, I was wondering, like, if you're sort of keeping that in the open, sort of proud to show it off, or if you're like, I need to hide this thing. I would, I would imagine Rachel is not excited to sort of place that thing in a prominent location. <laughs> well, I mean, it really can't go anywhere prominent anyways, because it has to connect to the the, the modem, which is connected to the coax, which is True. on that one wall exclusively, right? So... Yeah, that's um, a good it's, point. It's just behind the TV. It's fine. She can't really tell the difference, I don't think. You only can tell that there's a spacecraft, like, when you're, like, walking from the side. Like, walking in. Because, you know, how, like, the lay- layout of the apartment is. But, like, it doesn't even look that ridiculous, honestly. Um, but, yeah, it is ridiculous. <laughs> All things considered. But, dude, it's great reception. I can catch it from the gym in our apartment complex. Wow. So, it's maybe not... I don't have to tether my phone anymore, which is quite nice. So, well, you gotta tell people, what's what was the main reason why you got a new router? Oh, so now I can airplay uh, Spotify and Apple Music, or not, not Apple, I mean, Apple Music always worked fine, but Spotify and Overcast and all those things didn't work before uh, to my HomePod, and I, and it worked to my Apple TV, and I was very confused about it, but it's fixed, and now it works. Oh, um, interesting. So did you look that up? Was that what people were saying? Like, it didn't work, HomePod didn't work with certain Yeah, certain, certain routers, like older routers, didn't seem to work with, and honestly, we also got upgraded our internet here because i like haggled on the phone with them when they upped our prices so i ended up getting um 10 times faster internet but i wasn't seeing the speeds until i got the new router um at all and now it's like stupidly fast yeah. it's quite nice what? so now when you send me the podcast files it won't take me that long that <laughs> yeah exactly nice dude that's yeah that's great i actually thought you were using um what do you call it like the free provided wi-fi from the uh, apartment complex? Oh, no. No, no, no. We don't have free provided Wi-Fi. Oh, there okay. is, but it's, like, only in the common areas. I it's see. It's not in our apartments. Yeah. And it's also terrible because it's not fast at all, and you might as well just use your own. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's way better now. Um, I also have been blogging for a year now, come to find out since I like revitalized my blog, which makes sense because I blogged about dub dub last year. That was my first blog post in like, you know, years. And, uh, I went out there again this year. Super fun. Promoting the pod too. We got a few subscribers that aren't ready for this, this, this pod to drop. It was a lot of fun out there. What'd you think of the announcements? I think I was pretty excited. Um, I think overall, you know, been listening to a lot of other podcasts. So I, I would probably echo the same thing what a lot of people say like it was it was a decent amount of stuff released um even though um you know in comparison to how many things were leaked beforehand you know there's oh, yeah. there's a lot of things that people predicted but there was no like confirmed leaks um although I mean there were some but you know um not as much as like you know for certain um you know, keynotes and release events that, you know, you, you know, like 95% of the yeah. things already. So this was like a nice sort of still surprise you know, for a lot of things. Um, you know, a lot of things for Apple that people wouldn't expect, like, you know, third party maps and CarPlay. Um, that's, that's things huge. Like that. Now it's just like, yeah. Now I'm ready for our Mazdas to get it. Um, I know, dude, I, I, I'm a little, I'm still pissed. I'm still super pissed about, our Mazdas. <laughs> well, I mean, play. we should be getting it this year. I'm just mad that they finally offer uh, heat steering wheels. I just realized this the other day. I was looking at like how much it would cost me to buy my same car um, because one of my friends got an X2, which is a gorgeous vehicle. If you never looked, checked out the BMW X2, it's gorgeous. I, I saw mean, it earlier it, today, actually. It becomes very expensive very quickly, but um, it was like basically the adult fancy version of my hatchback Mazda 3. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I would say it's more of a crossover, though. It's it's a little it's more, more crossover, lifted. Yeah. It's more raised um, from the ground. Yeah, it's a more yeah. crossover-looking type of car. Not as much yeah. as a hatchback, but yeah, I can see. I can see that. Yeah. The... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely... I definitely started liking that car, but it's not in the cards at all. Hashtag wedding. Hashtag like I don't want to spend spend that much on the car. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh well, I guess 
my update is also what I liked about Dub Dub. So the thing I was excited yeah, about from Dub Dub was Siri shortcuts. Like holy cow, the workflow team wasn't just you know workflow stuck around, but literally they're building it into Siri. So every everyone's going to want to build their stuff into Siri, and all that gets added into workflow to the new shortcut app. That's super exciting. I'm 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 beyond thrilled for what this is going to mean. There are so many applications. It's kind of a clever slash, you know, shortcut of maybe improving Siri at the same time, right? Because now, now with shortcuts, um, instead of sort of perfecting, you know, speech recognition and the smarts of Siri, you sort of literally take the a shortcut, <laughs> right? Uh, with with shortcut um, to yeah. you know make Siri like quite powerful um, in what you in just the number of things you can do with you know a spoken command so it's yeah it's i thought it was a pretty clever idea though like yeah i mean you still have to build the whole series of things yourself but i mean i'm looking forward to it as well well not necessarily there's gonna be a gallery of these uh these different actions to choose from too so you'll be able to see a curated gallery you're gonna be able to share um your shortcuts with other people and oh okay i mean uh, yeah yeah, I mean, it's everything that you can do with Workflow Plus. So gotcha. I'm super excited about it because I have a few workflows I use pretty frequently. Um, like, for instance, that going, you know, going home shortcut, I have that exact same shortcut uh, that I created myself one day of, hey, get my ETA, send it to Rachel, um, open up Google Maps, navigating home. But add in the extra, like, oh, start my overcast queue and do it all from the background for me saying going home. Oh, excellent. I'm actually running iOS 12 already because I'm a nerd. And I actually already set up a series shortcut to that shortcut. The biggest difference is going to be that it'll run in the background once the shortcuts app comes out. Right now, it's just a workflow, an NS activity, user activity. So you can actually go in the settings and set NS user activities to commands. So I just say going home and it does it. It's super exciting. Cool. Unfortunately, if you say I'm going home, it completely shits the bed. So, <laughs> so been, does it have to be exact? It does have to be exact, it seems, which is a bummer for your Siri shortcuts, but you can overload a shortcut. So you could make a bunch of different things that actually do the same thing. Well, and that's sort of what I mean by how you're, it's a hacky way of like doing actual AI. You know what I mean? It's not really right. AI. It's not. <laughs> No, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it, it works. It just has its own limits, um, limitations. It, it makes it personalized, but it also makes it more work for the user. Exactly. I think, but I think that's fair in a way because I think if you pose a question to Siri in an open-ended way, it can be kind of decent about it. I wish it read search results more often than it does. Cause right now it just like basically tells you to go look at the webpage. Uh, like here's mm-hmm. some search results. I wish it read stuff like Amazon and Google do that a lot more. Yeah. But like just preface it with like this website says this. I don't know. Maybe you don't have to put the I don't know at the end, but <laughs> um <laughs> just do something like that. Yeah, I think right. I think uh Google certainly has I mean Google and Alexa just are like light years ahead of Siri right now. Um in terms of that kind of stuff. I mean I st- half the time I feel like I feel like Siri's uh, voice recognition has just been terrible in particular from my watch. Like if I oh, try really? to use Siri from the watch, even if my mouth is just like straight, you know, right against the microphone, I feel like it is, um, misinterpreting a lot of what I say though on my phone, it, it hardly, I mean, my phone is much better. It almost always gets what I want to say. Um, I, so I, I'm not sure if my microphone your watch is working is as well. Up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Because um, honestly, the watch has always been the best for me. Hmm. Yeah. The dictation has been incredible. Um, yeah. Mm. So I'm curious. I'm curious what's going on there. I'm yeah. also surprised my phone hasn't gone off. It actually went off earlier before we were recording uh, from something I said. Some trigger phrase. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, the other day, um, I was also wondering what the heck was going on because I was noticing I couldn't see any of my um, 
my home home stuff, my home uh, uh, oh really accessories or whatever. Yeah, so I was I was going crazy. I was like, man, what's going on? And then my camera, I was getting notifications for the um, for the motion sensor constantly, even though I have it set so that. You know, if my phone, if both phones are in the geofence, don't alert me, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it kept getting, I kept getting alerts. So I started like thinking like, man, I got to restart the camera or, and the motion sensor and all these things. And then I realized, oh, HomePod wasn't plugged in. <laughs> when you have a two-year-old running around. Yeah, I oh. did. When you have a two-year-old running around though, and your cord is like hanging off of the counter, I'm just glad he didn't yank it too hard and actually, you know, cause the HomePod to drop. That could have been oh, worse, wow. but um, yeah, yeah. Although that that nice uh, mesh material might just make the HomePod bounce right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> defies gravity and physics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took HomePod with us on a beach vacation, so we went uh, for like a little weekend trip with some friends to the beach, and I brought HomePod. I literally threw it in my backpack. Um, became a very heavy backpack all of a sudden and (laughs) and then i plopped it on the kitchen counter and set it up and that was the first time i experienced uh airplay working nicely Uh, and it wasn't at your place uh and i was like damn it i need to buy a router and within you know 15 minutes out bought the router (laughs) that's funny yeah it was close enough to my birthday i got a check i was like value there you go value yeah yeah no i'm Um, glad yeah I and think the, uh, well, I, I thought you were going to say like you brought it to like the beach, literally like with sand <laughs> and I just like started, oh, no. I started like, yeah, cringing. <laughs> I, I hate like, oh, sand. My God. I loathe yeah. the beach. I loathe the beach. I only went for the company. Um, <laughs> God, it's such a terrible place. Also like we're on the beach, right? And it starts raining and I'm like, you all came to a body of water and you're worried about water from the sky. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, lost their minds. It's a little different, but yeah, I was more thinking like imagining <laughs> the little you know grains of sand getting in your home pod. Oh, it's like, it would oh, be no. a disaster. Yeah, I know. You have to play play like uh, base down low to like. I know, right? Just <laughs> yeah, pump it all out. Yeah, for the next like year. Right, right, <laughs> to get, right. To get it all come out. Um, no, funny. but it was actually pretty provo- uh, productive. Um, it had this like little um sunroom area and we when we threw it in there it just completely filled the room uh the main area didn't fill it like crazy but it, it did a nice job obviously uh basically as well as it does in my living room but in that little room oh my gosh it sounded yeah. amazing so you um, haven't you haven't been tempted to get a, a second one for stereo? oh believe me i was talking about it earlier today <laughs> i'm definitely tempted and if you listen to the latest uh accidental tech podcast marco makes a very compelling argument for why you buy, should buy two and i'm just like shush <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, that's funny. I'm definitely looking forward to either coming over your place or or going over to another friend's place with my HomePod uh, and trying it out. Oh, that's a good um, idea. Yeah, yeah I would, at least. I, but I'm worried about it because I think yeah. that might do me in. Yeah, I know. I I would probably if I got a second one, I would probably actually just use it as uh, multi room most of the time. And if I like, you know, am I don't know hosting some rave, you know, some rave party, I'll probably turn it into stereo but like there's just moments when you know i go in between the kitchen and the living room and i want that continuous sound and i think it would be beautiful i would love to just see how good it works you know if i have one in the living room and one in the kitchen and kind of yeah see it in action i guess well i'm surprised if you had a second one that you wouldn't put it in your bedroom that's where i would want it oh that's interesting it's probably because we don't spend much time upstairs, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's that's true. I might want one, I don't know, in the study, but usually I have my headphones when I'm in the study. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, I'm not hanging around in my bedroom all day, so. That's fair, actually. That's a very good point. I actually, so I told Rachel today, I said the mo- main reason I don't want to buy a second one is because if I do like stereo pair, I'll want to keep them together in future house and also still have one upstairs. So then I'm like at least three to four HomePods deep at that point, which is an extremely <laughs> expensive proposition. It is. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, like, it, it's not cheap. And buying a second one is certainly not cheap. And then the second you're like, oh, but now it's a pair. And I want to, uh, it's not good. I so know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. It's one of those things though, where it's like, I don't think HomePods going to change much over the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So every day that I don't own second HomePod, 
but if I do eventually buy this HomePod again, is like a wasted day, right? Mm. It's not gonna get cheaper, <laughs> and right. it makes me like think like if I'm gonna do this on an infinite time scale, then I should do it because it's not gonna ever become cheaper for me, and I'm just losing enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. I've been starting to convince myself to spend money. June, this happens too much when I talk to you. <laughs> oh no, man. This is a problem. This is a recurring problem between us. Should have a second <laughs> podcast just talking about about things we want to buy and how our Amazon <laughs> carts. Yeah, right. Oh, have you have you listened to the latest Unmade podcast? I thought it was absolutely hysterical. Uh, Their no, idea, no. they had an idea of rating, um, going to one star places and seeing how bad they actually are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that's one star funny. Yelp. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. I was like, that's fantastic. I thought that would <laughs> like, that'd be the funniest show. The funny thing, too, is, like, those those ideas like that could just be, you know, um, they could be, like, your corner, like, airplane corner, you know, like, yeah. like one-star rating corner, you know, that we could just have <laughs> as, like, a, a thing, you know, it's like a segment of our podcast. Yeah. I think that would be fun. I know. Well, and an interesting thing we were talking about, or, like, I sent you that link was... The whole flow versus, um, what was the other version of it? Oh, stock? Stock. Yeah, podcast. Because I feel like this is kind of a stock podcast, and that makes me worry about it, because you can kind of neglect it and always be there and always have that value. But the tech corner is what I think keeps it a little, <laughs> keeps it a little bit of flowy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, we need stuff like that. I agree. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also us. Like, we like, we like to talk about tech and, yeah. But we didn't want to make just another tech podcast. Yeah. So, dude, I I am we, looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to talking about joint finances in our next. Oh, show. that's gonna be I, that's gonna be a juicy episode. I feel as though like the proposal one, we kind of just had to like talk about it after we, you know. Yeah. That, uh, right. Float. Like this is so Alec and June. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we just we figured we should at least talk mention the proposal. But dude, finances. Oh, <laughs> I mean, the yeah. show is called Overanalyzed by two dude, like joint, nerdy joint finances is fascinating. <laughs> well, joint fa- finances is fascinating, and I ask anyone uh, about what they do uh, if like I feel like comfortable doing that because I yeah. think it's um, you can't get enough data points. Yeah, exactly. I wish we had enough of like a following to sort of actually get good feedback from people and and get some ideas on um, how how other people manage their finances. And uh, but you're right, like it 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 can get very personal. I mean, you know, you don't have to reveal you know dollar values, but it's like, hey, how do you do this? What investment vehicles do you use? You know, yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think that'll be really interesting. I'm I'm stoked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so watch out, fourth episode. I think every other episode is going to be the, the hit, because I'm still in love with episode two. I think it's like the greatest episode. <laughs> so, so once a month, you'll get a high-quality podcast. <laughs> At least. Guaranteed. 